Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Ronald sent me a note and said, Steve, check out the story involving the American Car Center situation. And he didn't send me a link. He just said American Car Center. So I Googled it and I found a whole bunch of stories about this. And this might affect you. You've recently bought a used car from them and are financing with them. Now I found a bunch of different stories. Some of the stories had other facts that were not in the other stories. So I've got two versions of the story here. One's from the Memphis Commercial Appeal, and one is from WEARTV.com. So the first story, of course, American Car Center closes operations. Three dealerships were located in Mississippi. Omer Youssef wrote this for the Memphis-based American Car Center is laying off nearly 300 workers and ceased all business operations. American Car Center had dealerships in Mississippi located in Jackson, Tupelo, and Gulfport, but there are American Car Center dealers uh, in other states as well. The used car retailer filed an official notice on Monday with the Tennessee Department of Labor and Workforce Development. The notice did not offer specifics on why they were closing, but mentioned that 288 workers would be impacted. So that's people who worked at the dealerships. The CFO of American Car Center sent a memo to employees about the decision that's now been circulated on social media and says, We worked incredibly hard over many months to avoid this outcome, but at this point, we have no choice. Effective as of close of business today, which is February 24th, the employment of all employees of the company will be terminated. On behalf of the company, thank you for your efforts. I wish you well in your future endeavors. American Car Center's closure came after Bloomberg had reported that the Memphis-based company pulled a $222 million bond sale from the market the previous day. So they were going to try to sell some bonds, and they decided not to. The used car seller has 40 dealerships in 10 states. They're owned by York Capital Management, LLC. Uh, They could not be reached for comment. The first American Car Center was opened in Memphis in 2000, according to the company's website. Now, out of Florida comes a story from WEARTV.com. Brent Kearney wrote it. Used car company that deals with low-income individuals suddenly announced all of their stores were closing last Friday. American Car Center had a location in Pensacola. An employee said the company lost its financial backing, could no longer finance any more vehicles. And so this is a company that sold used cars, but also did in-house financing. And that's where this gets kind of tricky for people who may have recently bought a car from them. Now, there's no company to make a payment to. Because customers are concerned they may lose their cars as a result. So one day they were open, the next day they weren't. So American Car Center served hundreds of customers in Pensacola. Um, A former employee said, I came in all excited. I want to get my bonuses and I'm here to sell cars and help people. She's been a car salesperson at that car center for a year and a half. But she got a text message from my boss at 5 p.m. with a screenshot of an email saying, as of now, he's no longer employed and everyone in the company is now laid off. She says the uh, company told her they lost their financial backing, which prevents them from further financing cars. So WEAR News called the loan company but could not reach them. All 40 of their stores are closed. So customers who spoke to the TV station over the phone say they can no longer make their car payments. And that's the concern. So one woman said, I wake up every Saturday to go and make my payment. The system kept telling me they couldn't find me. I called for my work phone. I called for my daughter's phone. I even sent an email. She's unable to get through to anybody. And so she's got a car. She's financing it through them, but she can't get through to them to make her payments. She wants to make her payments, but she can't. 
after being unable to reach the company by phone, the news checked the website, which says they are no longer manning the phones. So now we're in limbo on what to do. But how can you repossess my car? I've never been late, and I've been with them for two and a half years, the one woman said. Meanwhile, two other people pulled into the lot after seeing the news story and were surprised to see everything was gone. We expected to see people moving out of the office or maybe moving cars off the lot. We didn't expect to see a ghost lot. So they tried to call the company to make a payment, but had no luck. We tried calling on the phone lines. Jeff kept ringing and ringing. I work for, uh, I'm a healthcare worker. That's really scary to think of someone's going to take my car. Am I going to be able to make it to work the next day? Customers like her are now wondering if they could lose their car. Now, an attorney with a local firm says these customers should keep track of their payment attempts. If you make an attempt to make a payment and are unsuccessful, keep a record of those attempts. That way there's ever a question later on, why didn't you make the payment or why is your payment late? You have very clear documentation of the attempts you made, the phone numbers you called, the websites you went to. Uh, The attorney says, excuse me, the salesperson says she feels terrible for the customers especially if any of them lose their cars. If they lose that car, it's going to mess up their livelihood, she said. Meanwhile, attorney says in these situations, another financial company will likely step in and take over payments. She says customers should continue to keep an eye on the website for new information. And that is the problem. So you go into a dealership and they do their own financing. And so you buy the car from them and you make payments to them. There are a lot of dealerships like that. And so they call those buy here, pay here lots. And one of the things that a lot of people should be aware of is that if you take out a loan in America, quite often the loan will have an assignment clause in it saying if we want to, we can basically sell this loan to somebody else and you have to make payments to that person. A lot of mortgages say that and a lot of auto loans say that. If this company had that language in their contracts, which they most likely did, as they dissolve and unwind the business, they're probably going to say, well, one of our assets is all these outstanding loans, which are collateralized by all the cars we sold. So those loans have value. So they'll probably sell those loans off to somebody else. And then when they sell the loan off, it's up to the person who gets the loan to let you know, we now hold the paper on your loan. You have to make the payments to us. And it'll probably be widely publicized. It'll probably be, for instance, on their website, as they point out. You should get a notice of this. But as you and I both know, When something like this happens, and there's hundreds of people in the situation, some of the notices are going to go astray. Some people will not get the notices they're supposed to get. And some people probably will have their cars repossessed, even though they had no idea who to make the payments to and were never told otherwise. So it's extremely important that if you are in this situation and you bought a car from this dealership and they're now out of business, that you have to, like a hawk, watch that website, watch your mailbox, watch your email, and you know, ask around to see what's going to happen because they're not going to walk away from these loans. They're going to sell them to somebody. And so when somebody buys that loan, then that's who you make the payments to. And so I've had situations before where a person was trying to make payments to a dealership and the dealership wouldn't take their money. And all we did was just documented our attempts to pay them. And then if you ever go to court, you can say, I was trying to pay them. They wouldn't take my money. Now, this is an odd one because the company, as we know, somebody yanked the plug on it and walked away from it. So now it's just a shell. It's a, you know, so you were to mail your check into them. I don't know what would happen. But that's one thing you could try doing is mailing it into them. And presumably they've got somebody opening their mail because the mail might contain valuable things like, I don't know, checks, 
<laughs> I hope this doesn't impact you, but if it does, be careful. And I've had people ask me, they say, Steve, how come is it I can sign a contract with another person and they can then just sell the contract to somebody else? That's not fair. Well, if you read the contract, it says they can do that. And if you don't like that, then don't sign the contract. But most contracts that involve lending in America have an assignment clause that says that if they want to, they can do that as long as they notify you of the assignment. So perfectly legal for them to do that. But my concern is how messy these things get. And it's quite possible that a lot of these are going to fall through the cracks. And we're going to hear some crazy stories about people who are trying to make their payments and couldn't. My first bit of advice right now would be to mail the payments in. Mail them in. And um, I don't know, try certified return receipt requested. And at least if they ref, you know, refuse or won't sign or don't sign and you get that thing back saying, you know, no one there or whatever, at least you've got some documentation that you tried. So there you go. That's a story involving American car centers uh, going out of business. And they had a whole bunch of dealerships in about 10 different states. And those stories there are from the Memphis Commercial Appeal on WEARTV.com. Ronald sent it. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments? Put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. The trick in life is learning how to deal with it.